0: Hello and welcome. I'm Verena Chakarova, the director of the Austrian Institute for European and Security Policy, based in Vienna. My work includes research, consulting, and lectures on the global system transformation and geostrategy of global actors, as well as geopolitical scenarios. This is the second season of my digital talk named Velina's Talk. This series, this second season is produced in partnership with Bharat Varta, India's leading podcast on politics, policy, and culture. So today I have a very special guest from the hottest, probably the hottest hotspot in the world, Afghanistan. And as you can imagine, a day prior to 9-11, we will be discussing the topic of Afghanistan. My guest today is Hezbollah Khan, who is a journalist and political analyst focusing on war and terrorism in Afghanistan. He has been contributing to various newspapers and magazines, including The Independent, Jerusalem Post, Dawn, The Express Tribune, The Quint, The Diplomat Magazine, Asia Times, and so on and so forth. He's welcome, and I'm really glad that you have joined me for the first episode of the second uh, season of Alina's Talk.
1: Uh, Thank you, Alina, for giving me an opportunity to share uh, the catastrophic aspect uh, uh, of the Afghanistan current tragedy.
0: So as you can imagine, I would like to start with the disastrous humanitarian situation in the country following the US uh, troops withdrawal. Uh, This was a huge surprise, not only for the international community, for the transatlantic allies, but also for the population on the ground. So what is your uh, analysis uh, following the US withdrawal? How are people coping? What is the humanitarian uh, dimension? The situation following the withdrawal.
1: Uh, thank you, Wilina. It is not just a question; uh, it is a very huge topic. Uh, I will try to uh, share uh, some very significant area of this question, and uh, I will try to describe the, the, these some areas within five minutes. Uh, first of all, uh, currently the entire of uh, one's uh, state system is closed and there are unprecedented uh, humanitarian disaster is underway in Afghanistan almost half million of uh, people have been displaced particularly those families that work uh, uh, with the Afghan army forces, the, uh, three lakh, the, the, the Afghan army forces uh, members were almost three lakh. They were working and fighting in the 34 uh, provinces of Afghanistan against uh, international terrorists. When the, the U.S. left, Afghanistan. So now these three uh, Afghan army members and their families, they have left their homes, their villages, and their cities, escaping one place to other place in order to secure their life. And the, the, the displaced people number has increased. It is almost to seven lakh now. On the other side, there are there is no government in Afghanistan. The whole state institutions is shut and uh, the government is that the, the current caretaker government of the Taliban is unable to provide the basic necessities of life to these people. On the other side, the international humanitarian organization, NGOs, are still didn't uh, came to Afghanistan to provide facilities to these people, they are suffering from harsh uh, troubles. There is uh, the, the issue of starvation, there is the issue of sheltering, and so many issues for these uh, uh, displaced people. The second very uh, big issue in Afghanistan uh, that is the whole banking system is still closed, 25 days spent in Afghanistan uh, in the when the Taliban captured Afghanistan. Uh, the people have uh, money in their bank accounts, but uh, the, the banks are closed. They are unable to take out money from their banks, though it is a very big issue, especially for those people that uh, want to flee Afghanistan they don't have money in their pockets so many there are thousands of people that are facing the threats they want to leave Afghanistan but they can't because they don't have money in their pockets only few people leave Afghanistan who borrowed money from their relatives neighbors and their On the other hand, similarly one more big issue which is boasting in Afghanistan, that is uh, the, the entire business system, market, cities, are completely closed because the businesses and trade are completely dependent on cash, so the people don't have cash in their pockets because the banking system is closed uh, and uh, the, the the prices of, uh, of goods has almost doubled and tripled the The people have been facing very extreme starvation in the thirty four provinces of Afghanistan. similarly, the third big issue which people uh, are suffering. That is, uh, on one side, uh, the Taliban has captured the whole main highways and and roads. The the people who worked with the previous administration, the people who played a very active role against the Taliban, against the international terrorists, they are unable to go their home they they, they are they are because the, the tragedy uh, abruptly emerged in Afghanistan the Taliban captured entire Afghanistan within 10 days and the people were not prepared for this scenario till there are thousands tens of thousands of people they are uh, living in other cities they even can't meet with their uh, with their uh, families because the whole men i was captured by the taliban and the people can't go their home their villages and their markets by road because they feel that uh, the taliban would capture them and would kill them after catch, capturing on the other side the whole airport system and flights are still closed they can't uh, go other cities by uh, by flight flights as well similarly the fourth very big issue uh, that is uh, the whole hospitals are still closed many doctors have already left afghanistan and uh, those doctors that uh, that are still living in afghanistan they uh, feel fear they, they are unable to to continue their jobs, and they are not going to attend their duties. On the other side, uh, uh, the uh, the people and the uh, the patients they are coming to hospitals, but there are no doctors in the uh, in the hospitals. This is also a very uh, big issue in Afghanistan. And the five very really big issue which is underway that is unprecedented brain drain of human history. Is underway. Highly educated people, including doctors, professors, lecturers, historians, poets, writers, political scientists, psychologists, they are living Afghanistan. These are the people who came. To Afghanistan uh, from the European countries and they were working for the reconstructions of Afghanistan and they were on the they were working on the key post in Afghanistan but no tens of thousands of uh, intelligentsia are leaving Afghanistan that is very very big issue for Afghanistan and the Taliban is also pressurizing these highly educated people to flee Afghanistan because they want that they should Should not face any civil society resistance in the future while imposing draconian and uh, barbarian laws in Afghanistan. And similarly, 1.5 million people were working with the previous administrations, and similarly, there are some more of, of Like the journalists who work with the international media, women rights activists, political activists, and politicians, they are receiving very, they are receiving death threats, they are keeping from one place to other places. Every day, they are changing their places. The Taliban are uh, giving threats to them. They end up going to their home in order to capture them and to take revenge from them. So this is a very big issue. Almost 1.5 million people's uh, lives are in danger, and they don't feel that they are here in Afghanistan. They are trying to get an opportunity to flee Afghanistan. And similarly, one very big issue which is uh, boosting in Afghanistan that the, the foreign countries, particularly US, Canada, Germany, France, Denmark, and other countries, they have limited their visa process, their, they have limited their humanity, their sympathies just to those people that work with their army, that worked with their army as an interpreter that worked with their projects. They are just providing results to these people, and they are just working for the evacuation for these people. On the other side, the 3 Lake upon army members, politicians, journalists, human rights activists, political activists, they are receiving more threats than those people that work with the foreign troops, that work with the foreign projects. I request from the from these countries they should extend and expand their visa process, their immigration system to those people that uh, work in the Afghan army as well, because that was not just Afghan army. That was uh, an army that were fighting against uh, international terrorists because the Afghan army was securing the whole world, not just Afghanistan. When the Afghan army established, when they started operations in uh, Afghanistan, the incidents such as 9-11, when around 3,000 U.S. citizens killed just in one day. In the 9/11 attacks, and the Afghan army were fighting, were defeating the same terrorists. Now the foreign countries have left Afghanistan, uh, Afghan uh, uh, three leg like, Afghan army member, and handed over the whole Afghanistan to terrorists. And now these the, the Taliban are those Afghan army commandos that kill terrorists now. The same terrorists are striving and struggling, searching to capture the Afghan army member and kill them. If the the foreign countries refuse to expand their visa process to other Afghan uh, officials as well, then you will see an unprecedented genocide of Afghan intelligentsia in the future in Afghanistan.
0: Now, this is uh, definitely a devastating uh, picture that you have outlined for all of us. Uh, and I need to dig a little bit more, even though that it's very painful to listen to, to, to this analysis. And that is, do you see a scenario of... Uh, all-out civil war in Afghanistan following the Taliban takeover. Do you also foresee uh, the rise of uh, terrorist uh, forces and activities, not only coming from the Taliban and their networks, but also from other terrorist networks on the ground, which now might want to seize the moment, so to say, to uh, fill the vacuum, and um, then I would like also uh, to to ask you, uh, given the, the the gruesome situation the civil uh, population is facing right now because of what you have uh, described uh, due to the uh, blocked international aid key international players, such as uh, the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank and so on, but also state actors have in fact blocked their loans and aid for the country following the takeover. Right now, if I'm not wrong, China has announced to send emergency aid to Afghanistan, including food, including vaccines, but this is uh, certainly not enough. So, do you see also a kind of uh, possibility for a complete collapse? No institutions uh, on the ground, brain drains, so or what you have described might lead to uh, such scenario.
1: The whole uh, intelligentsia, yeah, particularly highly educated people that were working on the key position in the various departments of Afghanistan. No one is ready to leave Afghanistan because they are receiving threats. They played a very active role against the Taliban. They played a very significant role to defeat international terrorists in Afghanistan. Now, these whole people, like uh, I said, that... Uh, the pilots, the engineers, the doctors, the historians, sociologists, political scientists, these all people, particularly journalists, they are fleeing Afghanistan. And tens of thousands already left Afghanistan. They went to Middle East, European countries, and uh, uh, U.S. as well. So now, on the other side, the, the Afghan state institutions work completely de- dependent on the talent and abilities of the on these intelligentsia. On the other side, the Taliban don't have institutionalized capacity. The Taliban don't have institu- institutionalized knowledge there is not a single doctor in the line of the taliban the the the, the members of the taliban are just 50 to 60000 and they don't the taliban don't have a single pilot the taliban don't have a single professor the taliban don't have a single sociologist single engineer single economist if you don't have a single economist how you can run the economy of the entire state entire country how can you make the policies of trade how can you make the budgets of the country i, I there is a, one person that orchestrated a suicide blast against the athletes against the those people who uh, who were active in uh, playing in football cricket and other kind of sporting activism, he said that the the sports is against Sharia. Playing sport is the violation of Islam, and he orchestrated a suicide blast, and he killed dozens of athletes, and now the same person is the minister's of sports of Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. it is a very, the person who believe, who consider that sports is a violation of Islam, now he is the Minister of Sports. And second, the person who even don't know the definitions of economy, who never attained a single class, who even don't have the degree of metric, of APC, of BA, and who even don't have a little knowledge. in economy now, he, his name is Muhammad Idris, and now he is the governor of state bank. And similarly, the Taliban doesn't have a single doctor in their member. How can they run the the, the entire state health in their member? How can they? develop and maintain the infrastructure of Afghanistan, yes, these, uh, the, the brain drain of highly educated people will lead to collapse the institutions of Afghanistan abruptly and it will, it will not just collapse the state institutions of Afghanistan, it will collapse the entire Afghanistan, the entire state of Afghanistan and that will create catastrophe for the entire world, not this catastrophe, will not just limit within the boundaries of Afghanistan. This, this will boost and unfold uproar and tears for the entire world, like the previous time, when we saw that the state of Afghanistan was collapsed. At that time, terrorism unfolded across the world, and the incident last, such as 9-11 took place in the in the US. And similarly, this time, the same kind of tragedies will spread around the world.
0: And speaking of 9-11, tomorrow marks 20th uh, un- anniversary of uh, this devastating terrorist attack on the United States. Now the United States is no longer on the ground. The U.S. troops are completely withdrawn, at least for now, even though there are already speculations that at some point of time, the United States will be back in the region even militarily. But I would like to ask you the question about the role of the international actors in Afghanistan. Um, What uh, kind of role do you see uh, on the ground? Which actors are currently playing the major role in Afghanistan's future? Which are the actors the Taliban are engaging uh, the most? And what is your assessment of, uh, of, of the current situation, given that uh, they are, are really uh, preparing for the inauguration, which of course will take place exactly on the 20th anniversary of nine eleven tomorrow, and they want to set an example by, by doing so the Taliban 21- have not changed. They,
1: yes, uh, there are some political analysts of the West that they are claiming that the Taliban have been changed. Yes, uh, their negotiating team that sure. saw the entire world that were visiting the capital of Russia, Pakistan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, China, Iran, and other uh, part of the world. They saw the entire world. They saw humanity and they saw civilization, culture, their minds have changed on the other side, 60,000 Taliban who spent the last decades in the mountain of Afghanistan fighting with the Afghan forces and foreign troops. They were orchestrating, they were committing suicide blasts, they were committing genocide, massacre in Afghanistan. They have been just brutalized. They learned more techniques and more formulas of viciousness and royalties. and now currently, you, we are saying that they are killing women protesters in the entire Afghanistan. Yesterday, they killed four women protesters in the Badakhshan. And uh, two days ago, they w- opened fire on the women protesters in Kabul, in Perwan, and other parts of Afghanistan. They have continued their brutalities and terrorism. And they are unable to govern Afghanistan on the other side, the international community. Afghans are not just the citizens of Afghanistan. They are the citizens of international society as well. And there is international law. We have the right of international law as well. The rights that uh, the U.S. citizen, the Canada, uh, Canada citizen, and the German citizen, they are enjoying. We have deserved the similar rights as well, according to the international law. But the Taliban have completely they deprived 40 millions of one from their rights. From uh, they have deprived 1.5 millions of one million from their jobs. They have deprived two lakh of women and girls from their duties and jobs. In these conditions, there are two blocks. One is. a uh, Internationally, there are two blocks. one is uh, Iran, China, Russia, and Pakistan. They are seeking their interest in the Taliban government Afghanistan. They are giving very positive statements about the government of the Taliban. And they, some countries like uh, Pakistan, yes, the Pakistan will join that ceremony and Iran, there is possibility of Iran that Iran will also participate in the ceremony of the Taliban. Russia has refused to take part in that ceremony. On the other side, there is also possibilities that China will support the Taliban government, recognize their government and participate in their ceremony. But on the other side, these countries, they seek and they seek their interest in the Taliban's government. They will support, they will recognize the Taliban government. On the other side, the NATO countries particularly European countries, they will see the role of the Taliban if they provide rights to the Afghan citizens if they if the Taliban announce the date of election if they make an inclusive government in Afghanistan, if they announce to sustain the current democratic institutions of Afghanistan. In that condition, the NATO members, countries will recognize the Taliban. But in the current situation, you know the Sweden refused to recognize the Taliban. Denmark has also refused to recognize the Taliban. Canada is also uh, managing meeting and there there is a huge possibility that the Canada will also refuse to recognize the Taliban because the current God recognition recognizing the current government of the Taliban is the violation of Afghanistan constitution and it is also the violation of international, international law as well. And these countries will see the role of the Taliban if they will completely follow the constitution of Afghanistan and the international law. Then these countries will accept and acknowledge the government of the Taliban otherwise. Otherwise, they will refuse to acknowledge the government of the Taliban. In that condition, there will be an unprecedented economic crisis or will emerge in Afghanistan.
0: Do you think that China will step in and fill the void left by the United States, will seize the opportunity to become the biggest uh, trading partner of Afghanistan, to support the Taliban, to create uh, economic incentives for them in order to uh, basically accommodate them so that they prevent Uh, any terrorist activities from interfering into or penetrating the Chinese uh, province of uh, Xinjiang? They fear uh, extremism and terrorism Spillovers uh, towards Chinese territories. Do you think that China will use this? Will seize this opportunity?
1: Yes, uh, the the China uh, will avail uh, this opportunity. The Taliban uh, governed Afghanistan will. Uh, China can take enormous. Advantage from the Taliban-governed Afghanistan because you know that the, the economists of the world they are agreed that China would become the economic superpower of the world until the main projects, the main highways of the China that will obviously. Uh, they will, uh, they have also, they, they already uh, make an, uh, a project, uh, the CPEC project in Pakistan, and they, they also want to initiate the same kind of uh, project in Afghanistan and in order to capture the Central Asian market and then uh, or reach to Europe as well by this way and Middle East. So, uh, yes, the, th- the China will support the Taliban's government because the Taliban will also provide uh, economic opportunities. The China will also, the Taliban will also provide opportunities to China to take out uh, the, the wealth and natural resources from the mountains of Afghanistan as well. So yes, China will support, will give aid, uh, economic uh, aid uh, assistance to the Taliban. Th- this uh, scenario will develop uh, abruptly and the China will take tremendous advantage from the Taliban's government. But only China uh, cannot uh, protect the Taliban's government. Taliban should obey international law. If the United Nations member countries refuse to recognize the Taliban's government, then the Taliban will lose international support. In that uh, situation, the Taliban's government can't survive for two and three years. Like in the previous time they just survived for five years. And at at that time, Afghanistan had support from unprecedented economic crisis in the Taliban's government, and in that United Nations member countries, particularly European countries, they will refuse to uh, acknowledge the Taliban's government. In that condition, the Taliban will lose international support, and they will lose slowly the
0: support uh, which they have in Afghanistan as well. So... You are saying that uh, this Taliban regime won't survive, uh, let's say, several years due to the fact that they don't have any Governance experience, uh, institutional uh, structures are collapsing. No liquidity from international community. China won't be enough. Russia still has the Taliban on uh, its uh, list of uh, banned terrorist organizations. And there will be no Russian representative tomorrow for the inauguration, which is a clear signal that Russia is also very cautious. What is your exact take on how long the Taliban regime might survive? Uh, It will uh, depend uh, on the Taliban. Currently,
1: the negotiation is underway uh, in Kabul between the Taliban and uh, the ex-president of Afghanistan, Hamid Karzai, and Abdullah Abdullah and uh, Gulbadin Hikmatyar. These are the representatives of Afghanistan, and they are Particularly, they are enormously emphasizing the Taliban to sustain the current system of Afghanistan. But the Taliban don't have institutionalized capacity in that uh, situation and in that scenario, the one system will collapse. And these Hamid Karzai and Abdullah Abdullah are demanding from the Taliban to maintain the current institutions to maintain 1.5 million people that were working with the Ashraf administration and that were export that had the institutionalized capacity, that were able to run the system of Afghanistan to sustain that 1.5 million experts as well. And the, the second demand of these Abdullah Abdullah and uh, Hamid uh, Karzai that uh, they are demanding from the Taliban to make an inclusive government which is consists on all ethnic uh, leaders, political parties, leaders, and particularly the key figures of the Ashraf Ghani's government uh, the, the, the third uh, demand of the uh, Hamid Karzai and Abdullah Abdullah they are uh, demanding from the Taliban that uh, don't change the current democratic system of Afghanistan because the Taliban on one side they want to they want a complete monopoly over the power of Afghanistan they are not interested to make an inclusive government in Afghanistan. So they are demanding to to sustain the current democratic institutions of Afghanistan because Afghanistan has a very huge history of state institutions the institutions of Afghanistan has made before the institutions of uh, us even the Afghanistan has a very huge liberal and secular history the women of Afghanistan has got equal right and the right to vote before the women of france before the women of U.S. Before the women of uh, Switzerland, the women of uh, Afghanistan has got the right to vote in 1919. So, and the, the even the women of the U.S. vote after that. So every time in the history of Afghanistan, when the dictators uh, uh, came to power, and when uh, a person who had a complete monopoly over the power, the Afghans have enormously resisted against that ruler and overthrew their government. So now the Taliban are not ready to sustain the current uh, democratic institutions because they don't have any support in the Afghans population because they don't have any achievements. they just devastated the Afghanistan and Afghan uh, institutions. they just blasted, they just orchestrated suicide blasts. they just committed massacre, they just uh, devastated the, inst- the the hospitals, the roads, the infrastructures, the universities of Afghanistan, the dams of Afghanistan. And in the past three decades, the Taliban didn't put a single brick in the reconstruction of Afghanistan. They just devastated and destroyed Afghanistan. And that is why they don't have any support in Afghanistan the asia society uh, uh, the Asia foundation has uh, managed and a survey in Afghanistan three years ago and uh, in their uh, finding they, uh, they said that uh, just ninety two percent of Afghans supported the Shabanese government, and just four percent of Afghans supported the Taliban government so now the Taliban know that they don't have any support in the Afghan population, and they even can't win a single provincial assembly seat, a, a single national assembly seat, a single seat of the Afghan Senate. So now they they are interested to dissolve the assemblies, provincial assemblies, national assembly and senate of Afghanistan and to take out all policy making, all policy and decision making power from these institutions and exercise this power just by their chief. On the other side, the the 40 million Afghans, particularly Amit Karzai and Abdullah Abdullah, they are demanding from the Taliban, if you want to permanently govern Afghanistan, you should make an inclusive government. You should make an interim government and announce the t- date of election. And on the other side, there is a huge resistance underway in Afghanistan, in Panjshir, in other parts of uh, uh, northern areas. So if the Taliban refuse demands of Afghanistan, which I have just dec- uh, described, if they refuse that demand, then there will be on another civil war, there will be a very big resistance in the whole provinces of Afghanistan. And in that scenario, the Taliban government cannot survive even for one year. They already don't have any support in the population of Afghanistan. And the whole population, 40 million Afghans, Afghans, will resist against the Taliban. And the Taliban cannot, their government and their extreme regime regime cannot survive even for one year in the condition if they reject and refuse the demands of one population.
0: At the beginning of this week, uh, the Taliban claimed to have seized Panjshir. You, ne- you mentioned also the province. Uh, and this was the last of Afghanistan's uh, 34 provinces, which was not under control of the Taliban. So basically they overpowered the forces led by Ahmad Massoud, who was and is still the son of the famed anti-Taliban fighter Ahmad Shah Massoud. So do you think that he might play a role uh, in the future in organizing the resistance on the ground Uh, and also the acting president, at, at least he declared himself the acting president this is the former vice president, Amrullah Saleh. He is also still part of the resistance. Do you think that these two important figures might uh, play a role in the future? The son of Ahmad Shah Masood, uh, Hamad Masood, he has
1: very tremendous support in the northern areas, particularly in the ethnicities like Tajik. Uzbeks and Hazaras and they have a very huge history of resistance in Afghanistan. The father of Hemad Masood, Hemad Shah Masood played very significant role to overthrow the Dr. Najib's government in nineteen ninety-two. He was the he figured that he took over the government of the Dr. Najib and second time Hamad Shah Massoud resisted against the Taliban's government in the nineties. Even the Taliban didn't capture Pancher in their five years regime. Even Hamad Shah Massoud and his supporter has played a very significant role in overthrowing the Taliban's government in 2001 and then two times they overthrew the, the Dr Najib's government in 1992 and the second time they overthrew the uh, Taliban's government within 7 days in 2001 and now, yes, in this time, their their support, their loyalties has unfolded because the Taliban has committed a nationwide genocide. They they killed with the support of Al Qaeda, the, the the father of Ahmad Masood. Still, they they have continued and sustained the genocide of. Tajiks in the Panjshir province. And these all ethnicities, particularly Uzbek, Tajik, and Hazaras, and Pashtun, they are against the Taliban, the Hamid Masood, he can played the role to reorganize the entire Afghans to overthrow the Taliban's government. But yet he needs the support of the foreign countries because currently the Taliban has captured the air support, the Taliban has captured the entire armed technology, of Afghanistan and uh, the U.S. They are very uh, strong in the current situation of the Taliban has the entire uh, armed technology or is in the hand of the Taliban on the other side, the Hamad Massoud, they don't have any arm technology. They don't have any arms to fight against the Taliban. If they get the support of other countries, they can overthrow the Taliban's government within a few months because you know when the four days before when Hamad Massoud announced that start resistance against the Taliban uh, in the city, of Afghanistan. We saw a huge protest. Tens of thousands of people, or particularly women, they protested. They resisted against the Taliban in the cities of Afghanistan. He has a very huge support and he can play a decisive role to overthrow the Taliban government if the Taliban reject to make an
0: inclusive government in Afghanistan. A final question on my side. What potential conflicts, domestic or international, um, with the Taliban may emerge in the future, in your view? And will the United States ever play a role in the country or even in the region once again? I think uh, the United States has a
1: very vast interest in Afghanistan. They just ended their uh, military presence in Afghanistan, but their diplomatic Activism has enormously mounted in Afghanistan because you know the United States has fought a four-decades-long Cold War against the USSR in order to uh, make its country a single superpower of the world. Now uh, that was the previous time the, the USSR was the single, uh, the second superpower of the world. Now, of the whole economists of the world and political centers of the world are agreed that the China would emerge the second superpower of the world within one and two decades. And the the diplomatic presence of uh, the U.S. is very important to contain the China's projects in uh, this region. Yes, their diplomatic role will tremendously increase in Afghanistan and in the region. On the other side, there is huge possibility of conflict between the Taliban and uh, Pakistan because Pakistan has a very big demand from the Taliban, the first demand of the Pakistan. Pakistan want to entirely Control the policies, particularly the foreign policy of Afghanistan. The second demand is that the, the, the there is a different line between the Afghanistan and Pakistan, which demarcated by a uh, British in the eighteen ninety three, which uh, divided Afghans between into two countries. Now, currently forty millions Afghans are living in Afghanistan and 60 million Afghans are living in Pakistan. And the Durand Line is the border which has not recognized by the Taliban and by the Pashtun, which is living on both sides of the Durand Line. The Pakistan has already lost its whole country in 1971, which uh, when the Bangladesh. Became an independent country, and now the the second demand of uh, the Pakistan has concerned that uh, that uh, if the Afghanistan become a strong country, it would retake their territories from uh, Pakistan, and the Pakistan would again again dismantle like the past. So now the Taliban. The Pakistan's second demand is from the Taliban is that to recognize the Durand Land as the international uh, border. On the other side, I think the Taliban are not ready to uh, recognize the Durand Land as the international border. And the third demand of Pakistan is that 70% of Pakistan's uh, uh, economy is dependent on the agriculture, and almost fifty percent water for that uh, agriculture comes from the rivers of Afghanistan. And now the the Pakistan demand from the Taliban to make us an agreement and to hand our your our rivers water in that agreement. So I think the Taliban. Would not agree for uh, that kind of agreement, and this kind this scenario will lead a conflict between the Taliban and Pakistan, and similarly uh, there is a possibility of conflict between the India and the, the, the Taliban, because the India has already uh, captured South Asian markets. Now it is striving to capture the Central Asian markets. Uh, so it demand from the Taliban to view uh, main highways in your country, it want to expand its economic activism to Central Asia. On the other side, the Taliban are not ready to provide economic opportunities to the Taliban. Similarly, Russia has concerned, Iran has concerned. There, there is a regional conflict, uh, the possibility of regional conflict. And the dom- domestic conflict, uh, I have already uh, described the domestic conflict. Uh, uh, currently, the whole ethnicity is the Taliban. Has announced their uh, cabinet minister in which they have almost completely ignored the, the ethnicities of Afghanistan. They announced 33 ministers in which 30 ministries or the 30 ministers are from Pashtun. Just two ministers belongs from uh, Tajik ethnicity and just one minister. Belong from Uzbek ethnicity, and the Taliban has completely ignored the representation of the Hazara ethnicity, which make up around 10% population of Afghanistan. It is not the government of Afghans; it is just the government, a Pashtun-based government. So. The, the, the ethnicities of Afghanistan, particularly Tajik, Uzbeks, and Hazaras, they will start a tremendous resistance against the Taliban for their political representation. And on the other side, the Pashtun ethnicity, they will also start a uh, resistance against the Taliban, because the Taliban is taking revenge from those officials. That worked with the previous administration, and they have completely deprived 40 million Afghans from their political and social and economic rights. In that condition, the only options for Afghans Afghans to resist against the Taliban, the conflict will tremendously uh, mount in Afghanistan against.
0: Obviously, Afghanistan is a very complex geopolitical playground, and it will remain one of the world's fiercest fiercest, uh, battlegrounds. And I want to thank Hezbollah Khan, a journalist and political analyst based in Afghanistan, for this comprehensive overview of all the dynamics that we have been witnessing for the last uh, few months, but also for the um, foresight and basically for outlining what possible futures the country might face. Uh, Thank you, Hezbollah, for being with me for the last uh, 60 minutes. Uh, Stay safe and sound, uh, and uh, please do continue covering the developments on the ground. And I want also uh, to thank my partners. Uh, this uh, series, uh, this was the first episode of the second season, is uh, actually produced in partnership with Bharat Varta, India's leading podcast on politics, policy, and culture. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Bharat Varta podcast. If you want to see more content like this, then don't forget to subscribe to our channel. We started Bharatvarta to facilitate long-form discussions on politics, policy, and culture. We don't necessarily endorse anything that was said in this episode. If you wish to offer us feedback, do reach out to us on social media. We are at Bharatvarta on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You could also get in touch with us on our website, www.bharatvarta.in. The links are in the description below. Until next time, stay safe, take care
0: and enjoy.